coming up. The thing that we were told, you know, to hide about ourselves, I think courage to keep a little more discreet is the thing actually that people are so feeling so seen by and feeling so excited about. A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. Two unlikely friends take on the world. Hello, welcome to A Gay and a Non-Gay. I'm Dan Hudson. I'm non-gay. He's James Barr. He's gay. Today, Dan and I are joined from LA by sisters Elisa and Crystal Ramirez from The Aces. They're an amazing band and their new album, I've Loved You For So Long, is so good. It came out in June this year and we've, and we've been trying to get them on the podcast ever since. We're going to talk about the new album. Plus, they grew up in Utah in the Mormon church, so we'll get into why they decided to leave, how amazing their shows in Utah have been and the positive effect they have on queer youth around the world. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. So you've just released this new album, I've Loved You For So Long. In my head, it's like, I've loved you for so long, but I haven't been able to tell you. Is that where you're getting at with it? That song is really just like a grand love song about the love of your life like about a person that's been in your life for a really long time that you just fall in love with over and over again over the years and although like the song itself is kind of like about more of a romantic love I think when we sat down to title the record it originally was going to be a self-titled record because it's like really just like our story but when we thought of the idea of naming I've loved you for so long we all kind of loved it because we feel like at the end of the day this band and our friendship is like the real like love of our lives you know I kind of felt like it was a message to your inner child almost you know because of growing up how you grew up and and how you weren't allowed to love yourself these are my words I guess about my experience but is that sort of the same for you absolutely I like that interpretation I think it feels kind of like this to me this statement kind of felt like all-encompassing almost the most obvious thing to say but yet maybe the most like vulnerable thing to say especially to yourself like after all this time and everything we've been through like I've loved you this whole time and and that kind of realization I think especially as a queer person like coming into your identity so like coming into your late 20s I think is a really pivotal time or depending on when you came out or kind of your experience but I know for me I've been out now for like almost 10 years and navigating my life and figuring out who I am and I know the girls you know timelines are similar maybe a little different but that grand declaration of of self-love felt really special to me and love for my band and and how my band just feels like very much like an extension of me and an extension of like all of us collectively so I just felt like the it felt very like sweet to say that and very uh like vulnerable in this way even though it feels kind of like an obvious statement one of my favorite lyrics is you don't even know at 25 and that's all right what message would you say to people who are listening to our podcast that feel like that they kind of feel a bit lost whether they're 14 or whether they're 25 or whether they're 50 I would say for me when I look back on you know being 14 years old and being just a teenager in general and you know whether you're a teenager or not and you're having these feelings like I think I caused myself a lot of anxiety because I felt like I had to know everything about myself and I had to be really sure of everything and I had to make a lot of really big decisions we are ever-changing there are no constants in life and so just allowing yourself to like flow through seasons of your life and flow through feelings I think it's very important and I think I would have saved myself a lot of time and that saved myself a lot of grief and and anxiety and pain 
um, had I been able to just let myself do that. And that's kind of where that lyric comes from. You're not, you don't know at 14, you don't know at 25, you're probably not going to know at 50. So just, just relax and just like settle into wherever it is that you are. That would be my advice. Is it the church's stance on LGBT issues that that made you leave, or was that just one part of a sort of bigger? Definitely, obviously, the like being queer was a very good start to being like this doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then as you you know as you educate yourself, as you get older, as you step away from something, and you get more perspective and meet all kinds of people, especially moving somewhere like Los Angeles. You know, you meet people that don't even don't understand anything about the religion, don't know it. And when it was your whole world, you know, like it's hard to, to get perspective. And then you step away and you learn more and you're like, oh yeah, like there's a lot of reasons why I don't, why I don't feel pulled or called to be a part of this and don't want to be a part of it. And I think the girls, it was similar, you know, like just over time and being queer definitely. And Ken, I think being adjacent to us and, you know, being best friends with us, being best friends with three queer women, was definitely maybe a start of more questioning and then it just kind of snowballs and and you make your decisions, you know? But do you feel like your music and your journey and your story is helping other queer youth in, in Utah and in other religious organizations around the world? I think that that's something that's been kind of the coolest thing about getting to tour this record is kids coming to the shows and like sharing their stories of how they, how they relate to the album and how they're in similar situations, you know, whether they're in whether they're just raised in a conservative family or they're part of a different high demand faith or just come from a, a neighborhood or a culture that's just not accepting. Um, so I think that's been kind of our whole motivation in, in sharing this record and touring it has been has been to do that. And and I think we've seen a bit of that. Yeah, like we just played Utah, you know, on this tour. And I think there's always like very like bittersweet feelings, especially around a record. You know, like we have a t-shirt that we sell that says like, good girls love Jesus and Jesus is crossed out. And then it says like, not that girl from Phoenix on the back from our songs for yeah. blues, which, you know, crossing out Jesus in, in Utah. Holy fuck. Yeah. You know, it's, in, it sometimes feels like scary to go back home, especially where we come from, where things are very much a certain way. Most everybody's religious or grew up religious or whatever. So it feels intimidating to go back and kind of be like the rebels and the people that are kind of pushing back against that culture and, we went back and it, I was nervous, but like the crowd was so energetically charged in like a different way than we'd ever experienced in Utah before. It wasn't the biggest show we we ever did or biggest show on the, on the tour. Um, you know, obviously like New York, LA, Chicago, those shows are like, the, they sell the most tickets and Utah wasn't the biggest show, but it was like the kids that were there, it was just like a, a different level of camaraderie and a different level of understanding and like the queer kids there you know were just going ballistic and um that felt very like not everybody's gonna get this a lot of people from where we're from are not gonna get this but the people that do get it it means something so much deeper to them and I think even outside of Utah like you said like people who come from small suburbs or religious towns, homophobic towns, whatever, they really understand this record in a different way. And we played shows in like Houston, Texas, you know, and I just, the joy on like these young queer people's faces was just like, just had me kind of like elated the whole show. And, and, you know, you go places all over the South and you like in Florida, Orlando, Florida, you know, where they just have, you know, 
don't say gay happening and how terrible that is and kids are just like it's just different you know like it means something so much more that visibility is so so important um especially in times right now especially in the united states with how you know actively our rights are being challenged or taken away as queer people it's something it's something else and this tour has been like such a joy to be a part of for that reason you know because it feels really important there's a lot of queer women having a moment at the minute and i think it's amazing we need way more um miley cyrus moona ice spice how does it feel to be part of that and what what's next we've been talking about this a lot actually it, it's really an amazing time to be a queer woman and and a queer person in music i think bands like boy genius moona a lot of these queer artists are like starting to really come into the forefront of music and I think really be celebrated for who they are. And you see it like all over TikTok and all over, you know, everywhere, like the culture around these bands and, you know, our band, we feel so lucky to be a part of that and to kind of see this movement happening. And I think that it's just going to get stronger. It's just going to grow and we're just going to keep seeing more like really amazing queer artists emerge to the front of culture and pop culture and and yeah so it just feels like a really special time to to be you know in the space that we're in and to be who we are and it hasn't always felt like that you know and so I feel really grateful for that because you know we've been a band for over 10 years and we've been making music professionally for like you know almost seven years and so this is our third album I feel like now is just the time where we're starting to kind of be like oh yeah like you know we've been doing this for a while we're part of the conversation and, and now people are really starting to to get it and be excited about it and to support queer women in, in, in a way that feels like like rock star level, you know, like it just feels different. Um, and the thing that we were told, you know, to hide about ourselves, I think courage to keep a little more discreet is the thing actually that people are so feeling so seen by and feeling so excited about. And that feels kind of full circle and kind of like, you know, we did the right thing by, by owning who we were through our art and music. Well, listen, Elisa and Crystal, thank you so much for coming on Again and On Gay. We missed your tour because we were in Edinburgh when you came over here. Next time you're here, we'll see you in person, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much for having us. Uh, thanks for listening, babes. Do the admin and support Gay and Non-Gay. Visit gaynongay.com slash donate.